the I Am Independent podcast with Loretta and Bianca. Stories, advice and discussions to resource, encourage and support independent music artists. Hi guys, welcome to the I Am Independent podcast. Um, this week we thought we would talk about something that has become more and more relevant in the times that we're living in. Um, it's something we've, uh, that's been around for some time but particularly poignant and we think probably going to become even more important. Talk about live streaming. Um, obviously this has been a difficult year for many people for a variety of reasons because of the pandemic and artists are not exempt from that. And one of the biggest ways that artists have been hit is not being able to get out there and perform, uh, do gigs, do shows, tours, all of that. Many artists literally had tours they've been working on for over a year cancelled overnight and it's been a difficult time. Um, And thankfully, live streaming has existed um, for the last couple of years and you know we've seen people engage with that it's always good to make a talking point around a release to get to know artists as well you know informal chats as well as performances but we've particularly seen um, out during and coming out of lockdown uh, an emergence of people doing full-on performances and gigs uh, in a live stream setting um, i probably like you I've seen many that have been not so good and problematic mainly due to internet connections Um, but I've seen some really great ones and it has got me thinking is this the future I don't think I hope we will never be in a time when we won't want to attend live gigs but we have to realize that things change we also don't know how things are going to be certainly for the rest of this year and into next year and I think that um, we can't not look into and engage with live streaming as a possibility uh, as an independent artist, particularly as there seems to be platforms emerging that are beginning to develop ways that artists can actually get paid from these performances as well. So we thought we would take the time uh, this week to talk about live streaming, some of the things that we've noticed, that we've observed, that we've learned, a few tips as well that will help you when it comes comes to live streaming because it's certainly not going to go away and it may even become more important for you as an artist. Yes, so um, yeah, it's interesting because it's something that we had to find our feet with when lockdown happened and then I think the industries quite quickly and even artists themselves are quite quickly coming up to speed of how to do it, how to do it well. So we wanted to run through some some sort of best practice and tips on how to live stream well um, when you've been asked to do a gig, um, even by social media or on a platform. Um, so like you can do it for your phone or for your device, um, but um, having done a few gigs, um, um, been asked to do a few gigs online now I the last couple I used my home recording equipment I just like got myself into the headspace and went I am going to learn how to set this up and you could kind of be um you wouldn't be you would no one would think you're stupid if you just thought oh, I'm just going to plug my mic into the computer and the sound is going to come it's, I'm going to be able to do it because it doesn't work but it doesn't work like that you can't just plug your your um your mic into into your laptop and then the sound just works it's like just weird thing we have to go through different channels and things so we're going to kind of talk about that in brief we're no experts but um 
it's important to try and get the best sound. Like when, when you're listening to somebody online, when you listen to somebody talking online um, through your computer or on Zoom or, an, or another platform, it's different from when you're singing and you want people to be able to receive your music as best as they can, even though it's not going to be as good as it would be if it was live and they were in the room. So my suggestion is to invest in some equipment, especially as the uh, it looks like it's becoming another way to engage. And even when the world hopefully gets back to quote unquote normal, live streaming looks like it's going to be a part of our lives, even in that scenario. So we want to be prepared now. So um, my suggestion would be to get a microphone, a microphone that you might use to record, to use to record um, as a studio mic. Um, it doesn't have to be. It can be something like... Um, 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 a vocal mic that you might find at a gig, one of the Shure, um, their basic ones, what is it, the SM58 or something like that, which is a standard mic, which is inexpensive, but it will amplify your vocal. And um, you would obviously need a device, a computer. Most people likely have um, a desktop or um, a laptop. I think there's ways to do it through your say ipad or phone and um, i haven't done those myself so i can't you know give any tips on that but if you've got um, a computer or a laptop you'll be there especially if you have a mac and um, you don't necessarily have to then go and invest in logic or um, another um, software program that you use for recording you can use GarageBand, which i actually did and um, for one of mine and um you would need um that software because you need to run the audio from the microphone to the external um oh my gosh my brain's gone blank interface? yeah so your external interface you need to run your um audio from your mic into your external interface which will then go into your computer you will then need to go <laughs> through your um via your um door I was, I was using GarageBand, but you could use Logic or Ableton or any other thing like that. Um, there's another little piece of software you need, which kind of allows all those audio streams to sort of aggregate to then go into your Zoom. Some people use OBS. I used, um, um, oh gosh, actually I think I used OBS, but there's another Loopback is another one and there's another one, Black something. But um, most, a lot of these are free. Um, but um, OBS isn't free um, and Loopback isn't free, but there are other free ones and I do have another OBS free one. OBS is free. Hmm? OBS is free? Oh, great. OBS is free. And there was another one I used which was free too. Um, but yeah, so you can get this and it basically aggregates all those all, um, all those um, streams where the audio is going through or aggregate them. So when you open Zoom or open another program that you're using to stream, um, that that audio will come in, will go through that, and it won't be the computer or computer audio. It'll be the audio from your mic, and your instrument if you're using that, or your um, backing track as well. Hope that made sense. But just to run through, to do this, you need a mic. It doesn't have to be expensive. You'd need your device, your laptop, your computer, and um, you'd need um, recording software if you have a Mac then you know garage band comes with it do not spend extra money you don't need to and um you would need um, an interface for your sound to go into that's basic equipment that you will need and if you've got that you'll be able to create sound and um, that 
is much, much better than going through your computer. You'll be able to tweak that sound a little bit um, to enhance it slightly. Put a bit of, I found putting a bit of reverb um, via GarageBand um, was helpful. Um, putting a bit on my guitar, putting a bit on my vocal. So you'll be able to add those things that can enhance the experience. Um, so that'd be my suggestion for live streaming. And I think, um, like Bianca mentioned, like if, you know, with people say, oh, well, you know, we've got Instagram Live, we've got Facebook Live, why can't we just use, use those? And, you know, we would encourage you in your stories to be chatting and showing little bits, you know, noodling around bits of songs. But if you're doing an actual performance, um, then just little things to go that extra mile uh, really make a difference. And um, B, you kind of realised, didn't you, through kind of looking at other people's, but why are they sounding so good? And that really changed how you were doing things. Yeah, I was like, you know, you put, you want to put clips up on your socials, on Instagram of a new song or a cover or something. And I was just, you know, set my phone up and record myself. And I'm like, why? Why do I sound crappy? Like, just, just real talk. Why do I sound crappy? Is it because I am crappy? Um, and what I, like, studying other people doing it, I realised that actually um, the people are enhancing their audio. They're not just singing into their device. They are doing something more to that to that audio before it hits the internet, before it hits their social media page. And when that when I when I tweeted, I was like, oh, okay. They're not. It's not cheating, but they understand. You understand that actually, you don't sound the best when you're just singing into your phone. Like you don't sound as good as you can be. The sound is tinny. It's distant. It's not loud enough. Um, especially when you're playing an instrument as well. Um, the levels are not too great, but you can control that. So what I have found has helped for me is when I'm recording, say I'm recording something on, into my phone or to my iPad, um, I'll set up my phone and I'll record myself, but I'll also open, say, GarageBand or Logic and just hit record as well at the same time and play and play that song. And then I, I've got the video on my um, phone and, and then I have the audio on my computer. And then the, the, the biggest thing that I'm doing is I'm, I'm putting the level up. I'm literally, I'm like putting the volume up so much more than it was before. Cause I think that is one of the most important things. And then if you want to, you can add some reverb. If you want to, you know, put a noise gate on to get rid of some of the in between noises or a bit of compression to balance out and um, that sound you can I'm all you know and you're also seeing people like I love Victoria Canal she's got a beautiful voice and she she does amazing covers and her songs are great or Lizzie McAlpine like these awesome singers and who have grown a real following because of the music that they share online but they're actually doing a lot of this process where they are enhancing their vocals but they're also sometimes adding bvs so then they will have that track that they've got in in whatever um program they're using um and then they're adding bvs to that they're adding some other like layers of vocals around that and then they're adding that that audio to the video that they've filmed of themselves on their phone they're just adding that in whatever final cut pro or if you've got a mac then you can just use um iMovie no need to spend any extra money they're just putting the the, the visual there putting the audio underneath it export into your phone uploading that to instagram and so it's it so it still looks raw and it actually is quite raw you're not like mixing and doing heavy stuff with it you can and actually you can hear when people are, i now i know i can hear when people are doing a lot more but most people it seems are literally just doing enough so that you 
so that the listener experience is better and they can hear it and when people can hear it better they can engage and I think it, it does the engagement is better so it may be like a few extra steps and it is actually a little bit it's not it is a bit frustrating sometimes when you just feel like oh I want to share this song and you've got to just do a few more extra, extra steps but actually once it's on your page and it's living on there you won't feel like you want to I mean, I often feel like oh, I want to take that down because something might sound good in the moment, but then a week later you're like, ah, that wasn't actually as good as I, I felt. I wish I had, wish you could hear it better or wish whatever. So it, it can help you to avoid a scenario where you start hating that clip um, and you wish you could do it again and you can't, or you can, but you can't because you've already done it once. So that's my suggestions with that. Just a quick reminder that we have a growing number of resources and useful videos on our YouTube page. Just search I Am Independent and you should find us. And do follow us on social media on Instagram at We Are Independent Artists and on Facebook under the same. Also on Facebook, you can join our closed group where we're creating community for independent artists to swap ideas, collaborate and just feel extra supported and encouraged. You can find links to everything we do on our website, www.iamindependent.co.uk. So that's when you're just sharing and it's really, um, it can be a great way to engage with your fans and followers to show, you know, bits of unfinished songs and things like that. But yeah, make it as best, if, you, if it's that easy and it is pretty straightforward to make it just sound that bit better, then why not? Uh, but when it comes to actually performing shows, um, as I mentioned at the start, more and more artists are now performing gigs. Um, you may have seen that Leanne Havis did one from the Roundhouse and obviously that was a big full professional setup um, without an audience and live streamed around the world that people could buy tickets to. And um, not just that, but many um, during lockdown and during this pandemic, we've seen the emergence of lots of platforms that are offering live stream services to artists. Um, and it's a step beyond just, you know, Facebook Live or Instagram Live or even on, on YouTube and using some of the setup that Bianca described. Uh, these are platforms where they uh, basically provide the technology for you to be able to put on a show where you are, where the sound is going to be fantastic, where there's not going to be any internet problems and things like that. So there's a few different companies and some of them are offering where you can do a live one-time experience that you sell tickets for, people buy. It's pretty much like a gig. If you miss, if you don't attend and log in, then you've missed the gig, like in real life. There's others where not only can you watch it in real time, but you then have a certain amount of time when you can watch that back or you can pay to rent it for 30 days and things like that. So um, anyway, there's um, some new companies that are working on this. So it's still a fairly new phenomena. Um, so some of them, it's hard to know which have been tried and tested at this stage. But we are beginning to see bigger artists engage with some of these platforms, which is an indication that they're probably worth looking into. But we have got a bit of a rundown of some of the main ones and some of the things they offer. So we are going to go uh, down that now for you. And then you can do your own research and look into them as well. But just to give you an idea of what's out there. So the first one is a platform called Cadenza, C-A-D-E-N-Z-A. Uh, everything is done on their platform. So the ticketing, the marketing, the hosting, the sales, all of that. Uh, they basically run a back-end split of a revenue share. 
um, with the artist. I, I haven't got in front of me what that is, but it's um, great that it's one that you're going to get paid from. And it's streamed directly via their platform. You can watch it on a computer or a TV. And if you want to find out more about that one, their website is cadenza.tv. Um, the next one is Twitch. Um, and these events aren't ticketed, but there are ways to make money on Twitch streams. And um, they're, again, streamed directly via their platform and you can watch on a computer or TV. Um, so, yeah, that, I think that is twitch.com. And Twitch are actually doing more and more partnerships with artists, but you do have to get to a kind of certain level before they will engage. But they are, um, you know, it's primarily was known for gamers, but they have just this year moved into work with artists. Next one is Dice, one that you've probably heard of because they actually did a lot of live events in the past um, and online ticket sales for live events. With Dice, you can watch on computer or TV. Um, it's a good interactive interface where you can set up and schedule events in advance as well. They handle all the ticketing on their platform. As I said, ticketing it was kind of their thing anyway, so they, they run that very well. Um, again, not sure of the percentage of what they take, but the artists can learn from them. Their website is dice.f. Um, and the, um, another one is um, livestream.com and that is a Vimeo um, platform and you can stream, well they can, you can stream via them to multiple platforms like um, Facebook and Twitch etc and you can monetize through their site and um, their pay-per-view um, so they're live, they are livestream.com and if it's you know Vimeo connected I've always loved sort of Vimeo quality wise so that could be um, a good one to check out. There's also a platform called Release Party. Again, it's a ticketed live stream platform only. So it's only for ticketed, no, none of the, the free stuff on this one. It's run on a pay-per-view for live streams um, basis directly via their platform. And it's uh, got a dedicated landing page. So you can basically, if you're going to be doing a show with them, you get your own landing page with a countdown for each event. So that's quite a nice thing that you can share as an artist. And again, stream directly on their platform. Uh, don't have the cut, but if you want to look into it a bit more, their website is releaseparty.live. Mm, that sounds good. And there is another one called Set the Set. And um, this one is quite interactive with fans and, and it's also integrated with Spotify. So um, that can really help boost your streams. Um, this um, platform will also gives you an, an email and the phone numbers of your fans. So that can be really powerful um, marketing tool because tool, you can add that to your mailing list. So, you know, if the world of social media ever goes down, you can forever be connected with the people that connected with you via this platform and um, set the set also allow fans to help create the experience they want to enjoy I'm not sure how they do this but um, if those things sound um, inviting to you do check out set the set Another one is called Drift. Um, they produce and promote interactive online ticketed events. So again, this is not one that you just passively watch. It's one that fans can get engaged with as well. It handles pretty much everything on their platform. They can even bundle merchandise with tickets as well. So that's quite uh, a good um, pool for artists. There's private boxes so that uh, groups of fans can get together and engage and chat. So again, it's, it's not quite the same experience as going to a gig with a bunch of friends, but you can at least chat together fan chat rooms during the performance as well for commenting on the performance obviously increases engagement and the experience as well 
And there's also customer service with that platform for ticket purchases as well. Uh, two more that I don't have um, so many um, uh, kind of uh, information in front of me on, but that I have spoken to recently. So to look out for is one called Veeps. V-E-E-P-S, they're based in the States, and one that's based in Sweden called Whalebone, which um, is a really great experience as well. Again, it's one of those ones that's more for watching it in the moment, so it's not to watch back, it's to create a one-off experience that you don't want to miss. So the fact that we can see these new companies emerging shows that they think that this is going to go this way, that uh, live streaming is going to be a thing. And if that's the case, then as artists, you want to get yourself educated on it as soon as possible so you can be a part of it. It's awesome. And there's just a few tips on live streaming. Obviously, we've said um, make the quality great. And that goes without saying it's, it's probably to do with a lot of what we said before. But also in what we've kind of spoken about in previous podcasts about um making sure you've tested your set you know and and it's been prepared for live gigs so um maybe you might want to do your own um host your own live streams on a private zoom with your family and friends and and test out your sets or your new songs and get some feedback before you then go to something where um people will be paying to see it but um aside from the technical um, making sure your equipment side as well actually making sure your set is something that some people will enjoy is something that is a part of making the quality great and then also um give your fans insight into something that they wouldn't normally get you know film your creation process or teach um a song um it's the same it's kind of like the same with how we how it's important for us to engage with our fans anyway on via social media um with these sort of pay-per-view live streams what can you what more can you give them your fans that they wouldn't otherwise be getting is something to think about yeah and I think making it a real experience just like Bianca said like it's not going to be the same as if it was a live gig so what can you offer that will make it memorable so perhaps if you're billing it as a tour and you're filming it in your house maybe you could even perform from different rooms in your house or something like that uh, I know you'd have to really think that through but just the whole idea of um, each time you do it making it slightly different so it feels like you are at least moving from somewhere to somewhere else and just making sure that it's um, positive and intimate um, you know there might be less fans but um, let them feel special and engaged because um, it is an intimate performance and that can be uh, some of the most memorable gigs are often the small and intimate ones so remembering that it doesn't have to be second best but how can you do it differently yeah and and also interacting with your fans you know asking questions letting them allowing them to ask questions people love a q and a i love a q and a i love finding out more and, and actually being able to ask my own question and also like me asking a question and, and then answering my actual question it it, it it does build that intimacy so you might want to consider things like um a q and a or ways to um inspire um or engender interaction with your viewers and then um to make it like super special you know um you might want to consider taking down the streams of the event so that um it's really exclusive that people have to see it live and it can feel live and they have to be there but not necessarily going to be able to watch it again later and you may decide that actually after a, a week or two or sometime you'll put it up but actually for people to feel like this is um, an opportunity to see you in in perform live in a way that they they don't know when they're going to do it like when they want a gig's coming back you know what I mean so um to create that urgency around that um 
could be actually a really cool thing. So it's one of those watch these space things, experiment. Um, there are YouTube videos on there about how to do your setup as well, just like um, Bianca was talking you through. And let us know how you get on. Let us know what's worked for you, any tips that you've picked up. Um, we are all about sharing in this community. So feel free to, to comment uh, or get in touch with us on Instagram so that we can share um, what you've discovered as well. Let us know how you get on. And don't forget to sign up to our mailing list where you'll receive a free 10-day guide especially designed to inspire and equip independent music artists with some really useful, practical and inspirational resources. Sign up at www.iamindependent.co.uk For more great content from I Am Independent, find us on social media at We Are Independent Artists. Check out our Spotify playlist for new music from independent artists. Search We Love Independent Music.